Hi guys, welcome back to the Moon Milk Podcast. This is Vevna Foro. So previously, if you missed it, I read a poem from the Instagram poetry community. Uh, this time around, the episode's going to be a little bit different. I will be reading a poem from the American, the Academy of American Poets, uh, poets.org. Now, I want to take the time to read a poem from poets.org because I just want to talk about, you know, um, what a great resources they have on poets.org. You know, they have, uh, occasionally you'll find job listings for jobs in the poetry world. And, um, yeah, for writers, and that's awesome. Uh, you can also get a membership with them for, you know, a year. They have different levels of membership, like lengths and time stuff. Um, I've gifted memberships to, uh, you know, some friends and community members in the past. Um, and, yeah, uh, the subscription that they had and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's cool. They have some networking events, some virtual events, absolutely. So uh, check out poets.org. Um, totally, yeah. Um, they also have a podcast, um, which I listen to from time to time, uh, Poem a Day. I'm sure you guys are, most of you are aware of that one. And uh, yeah, so I'll be reading a poem uh, that I came across. It's by Crystal Valentine. That's C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-V-A-L-E-N-T-I-N-E. And uh, Crystal Valentine, according to the bio here that I'll read, I don't typically always read bios, but I will in this case, um, is a 2017 Kal Laulu Fellow, 2015 New York City Youth Poet Laureate, and a two-time winner of the College Union's Poetry Slam Invitational. Her work has appeared in The Breakbeat Poets Volume 2, Black Girl Magic Anthology, Haymarket Books 2018, Winter Tangerine, American Chordata, and elsewhere. Um, yeah, so I think this poem was published back this year in May of, yeah, 2023, May 23rd. Um, the one I'm going to read for you guys, and it is titled Blood Sex. So here's the poem Blood Sex by Crystal Valentine, yeah? And when we are finished, I ask if she thinks us grotesque. Two plain monsters basking in our blood, our liquid plaque. We celebrate the art of our unmaking. She spirals my body into a single drop, ambrosia. Spoiled by the gods, I copy the signature of her singed moan, grind it down until it becomes my own dim map. Even the gods fuck, crown themselves in gardens pastured by snakes. I am crying, not out of shame, but out of tradition, to have mastered this want only to carve for it a lock, a name. As queer as unholy, how queer it fits inside the mouth, how queer is my woman, and the sweat she makes of me a sweet trick of her tongue. Don't we deserve a handmade altar? Don't we deserve a crowd of worshippers to carry our bed? And yes, please, to the beads, the sacred wars, the body ornaments, the vein-eyed, statues pulsing deep with our flood. Yes, to the orchestrated violence, a quiver licked down my spine. May our love blood the skies like a storm of gods high off terror. O Zeus, O Ocean, O Ra, O Kali, O May, O Her, O Gods, God. Yes, gods. Don't act like you don't know our names. Roar, whispered, sweet and savage inside our temples, preserved behind velvet doors. Yeah, so for this poem, uh, it starts off with, and when we are finished, I ask if she thinks us grotesque. Two plain monsters basking in our blood, our liquid plaque. We celebrate the art of our unmaking. She spirals my body into a single drop, ambrosia. 
That's A-M-B-R-O-S-I-A. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Spoiled by the gods. I copy the signature of her singed moan. Grind it down until it becomes my own dim map. Even the gods fuck. So, yeah, that line, you know, discussing, the, you know, what, what the gods do, the gods activities, right? You know, when I think about that line, I was uh, thinking back to some movies and films, right? Um, we've seen totally, like, um, characters, uh that are perhaps godlike in nature, even gods um, from mythology, right? Um, be in all engaged in all kinds of activities, all from the bedroom to you know battles and all kinds of uh, uh, things of wicked nature. So um, and you know, uh, some of the movies that came to my mind when I was reading this poem it was like Gods of Egypt and then like Immortals and. Uh, for some reason, I was also, like, having, like, some flashbacks of uh, Spartacus and uh, um, Clash of the Titans when I was reading this poem. So, yeah, because, you know, it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a great poem because it emphasizes, you know, it's, it's again, it, it's, it's our, you know, love blood. You know, may our love blood the skies like a storm of God's high off terror. Um, so it's like, think back to that podcast episode where I read that poem, um, about, uh, you know, I think the woodland, right? And, um, it had God in there and, you know, um, mentioning sin, right? Again, so this poem does a great job of emphasizing, stressing, you know, gods, right? Zeus, Ora, um, the other ones, I probably mispronounced them, and I truly apologize if I'm completely off on all of the pronunciations of the god names. Um, but I really love the question here, oh, gods, at the end, god? You know, there's a question mark. Yes, gods, don't act like you don't know our names, roar. Whispered, sweet and savage inside your temples, preserved behind velvet doors. So I love that imagery, you know, velvet doors. And, uh, yeah. It's, a. Uh, it's interesting, you know, when you think about, you know, the activities that God, the, you know, gods do, right? The activities that gods do. And it's, uh, it puts a whole, like, spotlight on that and uh, against, you know, um, just a, a human being's relationship with someone else who they love, right? And, uh, you know, even the gods, uh, you know, do all, dabble in other things, dabble in all kinds of things, right? Um, and uh, so it makes you think about that, you know, what, what activities the gods do, you know, also in the bedroom. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I was thinking back to so many like, um, Greek mythology movies I saw and some other ones and yeah, um, definitely. Um, but this poem's beautiful because it highlights, you know, love is so, um, love can be so rich and, uh, like, uh, almost in the sense, you know, it, it's, a. Uh, it's something that is, you know, uh, very sweet and, uh, yet there is also like a side to it that is on the, what's the word I'm looking for? Very, uh, it can be very, you could say like two sides to love, right? It's, it can be sweet and both very, um, not sour, that's not what I want to say, not sour, but very, um, like, almost like, think about it in this sense, you know, like a, a snake, okay, think about it like, sorry, 
like uh, a snake has like um not not necessarily a snake how about this uh, i'm thinking about something things okay a vampire a vampire is a good example of this okay think about vampires right they're all about blood right and there's in a lot of stories right in a lot of romance vampire stories right there's like two sides to that right there's like um you could even use twilight as an example in a way um right there's uh you know edward and bella right and there's that whole like aspect of um blood in the relationship right and uh it becomes you know there are some dark moments there you know with uh um being a vampire absolutely right you know or like the um the urge to like of of uh being overpowered i would say like the you know when vampires are exposed to like blood you know in in stories and all of that you know movies and films um they just have this uncontrollable urge and they just can't resist it you could associate that with you know when someone is in love with someone and someone loves them back right they have this uh magnetic connection or pull to them and they just want to be together and that love is so powerful and it's a in a sense a spiral a beautiful spiral that just you know takes you places so that's what i was thinking about i hope that makes sense i was trying to um and I'm sure you guys know I have a thing for vampire movies too. I'm not, I, I just give so many movie references. It's a thing about me. I'm sorry. But um, hopefully, you know, if you haven't seen any of the movies I mentioned, you go watch some of them. Uh, again, Immortals, Clash of the Titans. There was part one and two, right? Yeah, I saw both of them. And The Gods of Egypt, I think that was another one. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I saw quite a bit of Spartacus and... Uh, quite a few gladiators and the 300 even you know all of those i don't know the, i was getting vibes like this when i was reading this poem um but yeah it's a really wonderful poem it really highlights you know um that you know it that uh you know everyone deserves uh, uh, you know to express and show their showcase their love and it's um it's it's nothing to call out as um unnatural right because love is something that's natural in the world it's just something that exists it's very beautiful it's very powerful and you know even the gods you know they have uh you know love stories right so i, I think this poem does a really stellar job in word choices i love the formatting take a look at it sometime um how the ending of this poem is formatted you know of the gods names and then the question mark and yeah I love how there's a question in this poem again and you know then it's a reply yes gods the repetitive the repetition of over gods here i think that's that's wonderful so yeah um i haven't read much of crystal valentine's work but i'm gonna try to and uh yeah um hopefully you enjoyed this read and uh take care guys that's all i have for this episode i'll see you in the next one yeah oh but wait guys it's not over quite yet i actually wanted to do what i've been doing on hummingbird blink nectar poetry podcast too a little bit so basically, you know, fun facts and things tied to, uh, you know, words and poems. And sure, I give movie recommendations and TV show recs uh, along the way or just random facts about myself and personal memories. But um, the origin of ambrosia, uh, and I believe I'm pronouncing that right. It's like pronounced uh, ambrosia, right? Yeah. So here... Um, this is off of a website, uh, spectrumlocalnews.com. It states here, Ambrosia was so named for the food of the Greek and Roman gods, yeah? Its region of origin is lost to history. Its, its ties to the South are strong, though some believe it began in Vermont or elsewhere in New England. So I don't know how many of you guys knew that. 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, often uh, tied to, you know, uh, I think it's tied to, isn't it tied to like, uh, you know, uh, long longevity and uh, some other stuff, right? It's the food and drink of, you know, the Greek gods often, right? Yeah, that's what, um, my memory is really fuzzy on um, Greek mythology, but I grew up reading, um, I don't know how many of you guys have read this book series. If you um, love YA series, young adult series, or, you know, anyone who loves Greek mythology, uh, totally have them read uh, Percy Jackson, the Olympian series by Rick Riordan. That was just one series I never stopped reading. And then um, uh, up to a point, um, I haven't read the spinoffs of it. I, yeah, the spinoffs, because there's, I think they even made a new TV show off of it, uh, aside from the movies that came from it, you know, The Sea of Monsters and the first one, The Lightning Thief, right? Um, watch those if you haven't. But I prefer, I would say, do I prefer the books over the movies? I I would say I, I preferred the books in a sense. But it was still really cool. Like, the movies were a lot of fun to watch, like The Sea of Monsters and The Lightning Thief. It was cool. You know, it's always cool to see characters come to life on screen, right? So, um, yeah, um, totally. I recommend reading Percy Jackson Olympian series, you know, if you love Greek mythology or you're into that. Um, and uh, also there's uh, The Cain Chronicles. I really love The Cain Chronicles. That's, like, one of my all-time faves because I absolutely love Egyptian, you know, mythology and uh, all of that. Um, the Mummy, again, is, like, the ninth... Not the mummy of Tom Cruise, the other mummy of Brendan Fraser. Uh, it is um, my, one of my all-time favorite movies. I love the mummy trilogy, the original one. And um, there's also some other um, interesting movies I've seen, um, you know, in regards to uh, Greek and Roman gods. I mentioned some of them, but yeah, um, totally. Uh, if you don't know what um, Ambrosia looks like, again, that's A-M-B-R-O-S-I-A. Totally Google it. Um, it's a... Uh, it's uh, cool, yeah, and it's also technically, you know, there's a technically an ambrosia recipe as well, that's what I was saying, if you don't know what um, um, it looks like, it's actually also aside from, you know, referring to in Greek myths, right, there's actually ambrosia dish, so um, ambrosia is also in an American variety of fruit salad originating in the southern United States, so uh, most recipes contain fresh pineapple, canned mandarin, orange, orange slices, or Fresh orange sections and miniature marshmallows. Wikipedia, that's from Wikipedia, by the way. So I've never had that, by the way. I don't know how many of you guys have actually had like an ambrosia dish. It's like a fruit salad, like a sweet fruit salad. I, I feel like making ambrosia now or something or getting it somewhere. It looks interesting to me. I'm not huge on like, um, you know, pineapple with orange. I don't think I've ever had that combination um, like tangerine and mandarin orange, but I love oranges and I love miniature marshmallows. So, um, that might be something I look into, but yeah, totally ambrosia more so, you know, when it's tying back to, you know, the world of, you know, Greek mythology and everything, you know, that's the, that's a, a whole nother thing, <laughs> not the recipe, just to clarify. I've never had that though either. Um, yeah. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode again. Thanks so much for listening. Um, remember you can rate this podcast. Appreciate anyone takes the time to do so or follow it. Um, I don't have a regular set schedule for these podcasts. I just do as many as I can. So take care and have awesome days ahead. Yeah.